0: On today's podcast, we have with us Alyssa Jill Harris, also known as, to her fans, as Willa Hart, the one and the only, without further ado. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I didn't know what kind of accent you were going to have because I get very confused (laughs) on where you're from.
1: I am from Boston, so not too much of an accent.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was right. I was talking to a girl and I'll drop her name because her name is Ashley Bossong, but we call her boss. And I met her at the Say It Southern Getaway. And I had to do a brag check on you because, I, you know, everybody wants to know who you are and what you're doing. And I told them who I was and what I was doing that I had a podcast and they were asking questions and I told them, well, Willa Hart is coming on soon and they got really excited and Aww. she goes, well, you know, she's from Camden, right? And I said, wait a minute, I thought she was like from New Jersey.
1: <laughs> I live, I live in Camden, so I live um, kind of in the middle of nowhere in the South. So it is a little confusing. Okay, so you do live in the
0: South, but yeah, you're from. I'm from so Boston. You're from Boston. Well, how did you get to the South? My husband's job. <laughs> well, what? How did he make? Like, were you, Did you go willingly?
1: Um. Yeah, I did, actually. I think if I had known what I know now, I probably would have had a few more um, hesitations. But it ended up working out because I worked in startups. I was working for a startup in Boston and was like, go, 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 and hadn't done any art in years and years. And then when we moved down here, I just, like, started painting out of boredom and then randomly my business started. So it ended up working out. <laughs>
0: okay. So can we, can we start, can you tell me a little bit about who you are and where you're from and about your upbringing and stuff? So we can get a better sense of who Willa Hart is because your name is Alyssa. Yes. Yes. Um, should I just go for it? You can, yeah, I can edit whatever we need to. And I probably won't edit any of this out because it's too charming. But you (laughs) told me to call you Allie, but every time I see you, I just call you Willa Hart.
1: I know. It's kind of my weird alter ego, which was very unintentional. I didn't um, think by naming my company with, you know, a name that people would then confuse me and the company, but it is what it is. Um, So yes, I'm Allie. My name is Alyssa, but everyone calls me Allie, obviously. Um, and my brand is called Willa Heart. It was named after my mom. Her middle name is Willa, and she absolutely hates the name, but I love it. I think it's cute. And then Heart just was just like a, I don't know, cute little name that sounded nice with Willa. And I started um, a jewelry company probably like 10 to 12 years ago. Nothing ever came of it. I think I sold like one or two things and then just always had the Etsy page and the Instagram account and the email. When I started painting, when we moved down to South Carolina, I just posted it on my like fake little art Instagram called Willa Hart and um, some people found it. And then I all of a sudden had a huge, you know, not a huge business, but huge to me.
0: (laughs) You know, it's, I mean... I'm obsessed. I remember well, I don't want I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the very first time I found out about you was when I saw your coats. Oh yeah, the little good old coats. So my daughter who is 10, her name is Sailor. She's about to be eleven. And I don't know how many years ago that was, but I just used to design children's clothes before I doing what I'm doing now. I designed children's clothes. So I was in that whole classic Children's clothing world with all the mothers, and everybody would buy and sell and trade. There's this big, huge group on Facebook where there's probably 150,000 moms that buy and sell and trade clothes. Wow. But the point is, is that I found out about you just simply from that design and falling in love with the Staffordshire dogs on the pockets. And I can't just kept seeing it pop up randomly in my feed. And I thought, I have got to know who created this. And then I found you and only to find out you have a million different products with your art on it. Yes. (laughs) So before we get into all of that, I do want to hear a little bit about your upbringing. You know, how many kids are in your family and, you know, how was it like growing up with you creating? Are you always creative?
1: Always, always. So I grew up right outside of Boston in a little town called Needham, um, It was me and my sister, and I come from, like, a long line of creators. My dad's side of the family is just, everyone is really crafty, including him. Um, He just, like, was always making stuff. My grandmother and aunts were always making stuff, so it was just, like, something we all did. And um, I'm dyslexic. Yes. So... I like had a really hard time in school. So my mom put me in art classes from the time I was, I don't even know, probably like as young as I can remember. She had me in art classes outside of school because she just wanted to like foster that part of my brain. I guess she just like, you know, saw that I was creative and that I loved it. So she, she was really amazing. And that's why I named my, company after her years ago because you know she's just a special lady I loved it I absolutely loved it um I was never I'm like I'm an indoor kid um even still at my age I just always liked making things um so she had me in so the schools I went to all were for learning disabilities so they had really amazing art programs because a lot of dyslexic kids are really good at art they just think differently it's a different it's a different oh. way of thinking so it, it aids in creativity um so oh,
0: I didn't know that
1: yeah yeah I, I think it's like why I'm an artist and creative is because I'm dyslexic because my brain works differently um yeah. well so... can, you,
0: can you explain how your brain works differently because <laughs> I don't have I don't have dyslexia um but my child does has she does have dysgraphia okay which... I've I've got that too <laughs> yes and you know my daughter Ed adores you oh flipping out I mean I know the minute I get home and I tell her that I'm talking to you that I talked to you today she's gonna go bonkers and oh, I talked to so Tom sweet. Tom please tell her <laughs> I say hi I will I talked to Tom Tom last week and um so that was exciting and he's a huge fan of yours I don't know if oh, he he's that the not. best he everybody loves you I don't know if you've oh, gotten that's the memo so nice. <laughs> but <laughs> no. everybody loves you Lovely. that's so
1: sweet that is so sweet that makes me feel very good
0: (laughs) yes and now you're gonna be like the poster person for dyslexia
1: um I mean I hope because I think it's a great thing I think that it gets a kind of bad rap um well you know it, it it is like a hard thing to overcome um I couldn't read until I was lot older so I guess that's it's not that like my brain it my brain does work differently and that's why you know I had a hard time I'm learning how to read but I guess it's just like I can't explain exactly how it works I don't know the inner workings of my mind but because you have to work so much harder to do basic things I think it like teaches you to just think differently like your brain nothing came automatic for me right Um, so I just had to try harder, try different things, think outside of the box. And that kind of applies to art. And then because I needed an outlet and I had one with art, my mom just like, you know, put me in all of these classes. It really, um, I don't know, art is about thinking outside of the box. So the two kind of go hand in hand.
0: Okay. I have a question about the art classes. Yes. We've tried to put our daughter in art classes because she's obsessed with drawing and um you know creating things as well and but the her hiccup is the art classes they're trying to teach you something or guide you and she just wants to create she doesn't want you to tell her what to draw or how to do it she just wants to do it (laughs) well I mean it's like one of those things it's like you know you got to start
1: somewhere and it's better to be doing something but um with art like it is important to know the foundations and to learn how to do things properly but then sometimes my favorite art is like outsider art people that have no formal training and just like do their own thing and kind of just like cowboy it I love outsider (laughs) art so
0: maybe she's on to something she might be I mean she does you have these beautiful characters that you do and you name them or you ask people to help you with the names for your art Take animals and you paint them in a realistic manner and then you add this cheekiness or this realism to them. I don't know how to describe it. How would you describe the art that you do? Um,
1: Cheeky, fun. I like fun. (laughs) So I don't take anything I do very seriously. I, you know, I just like to make things that make people laugh and happy. I think like feeling good and just being surrounded by things you love and things that you know put a smile on your face is amazing so I like to make art that just gives people a little giggle and then also is pretty so I think it's like a fine line you know some artists they like to just make things that are like you know a little silly And I like to take those ideas and, like, try to make the silly idea as beautiful as possible, I guess. That's, like, my cigarette um, bouquet that I made for Christmas last year. I was just feeling very angsty. And I was just, you know, joking around, I don't know, with who, maybe people on the Internet or maybe my husband. And I was like, I don't want to do Christmas. The only thing I want to paint are cigarettes. And then I was like, I just, like, did a sketch. I think it was on Instagram. I just did a funny sketch and um posted it and then a bunch of people were like oh this is so funny you have to paint it and I was like it is kind of cute so I ended up painting it and it ended up doing like shockingly well I thought that like I would sell one piece of it and um it was my best seller last holiday season
0: um yes and then the menorah with cannabis leaves are his oh my gosh that's hysterical (laughs) yes
1: Not as,
0: that one didn't do as well as the cigarettes. I think that's a more specific client. (laughs) Yes, it's a more specific client. So um, I, I love it. It's really, it's super, super funny. And when I see your art and I see how you have created this whole entire genre of, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I just, am so obsessed with everything that you do. I have not seen one thing where I'm like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Everything's <laughs> fun and cheeky and colorful and whimsical and still Southern and classic. I don't know how you can make cannabis and cigarettes classy and cute, <laughs> but however you did it, I mean, that's a miracle worker right there. Thank you. Did you go to college for art? Did you? My goal I did. is that I just wanted to say, I just want Sailor to graduate high school. You know, yes. I don't have... I don't have big plans, you know, oh, I got to get her to college. I got to do all these things because I understand she's a creative and I was too, but I'm always curious to know from creatives, you know, did you go to college and where did you go and how did that, how did that work for you?
1: Um, I mean, I always hated school, but it was important to my parents for me to go to college and, um, they kept on putting me in colleges and I kept on dropping out. <laughs> oh yeah. I understand. Um, I would just like march over to the admissions building and be like I'm done um and I think that you know that was probably upsetting for them but um they were like it's fine you can leave school but you have to get a job and you have to work in an area that's gonna like educate you um so one of the times I dropped out they made me stay at the college um and I got an internship with one of the professors in the art school she was a photographer, really talented woman. So everyone was like, didn't you drop out? Why are you still here? And I was like, well, I work here now.
0: <laughs> You're um, like, I dropped out, but I work here. <laughs> I was
1: like, my parents didn't let me leave. Um, So... But then, yeah, I mean, I went to, so I I did my foundations year at University of Hartford Art School. They have a really amazing art program. Um, I did my freshman year at a college down in Florida called Lynn University. When I was there, I took classes at the Boca Raton um, Art Museum. And there was another art school in that area. I forget the name of it, but I took art classes there. So I just always took art classes. I mean, every summer I was always in learning more about art. I wish now that I could go back to art school because even when I was there I just didn't pay attention as well as I probably should have because I hated school so much.
0: Um but that probably comes from, you know, your brain just processing the information differently and they're coming yeah. at you in an academic and a school setting and if exactly. you you might just enjoy the process like actually yeah. doing it, like you learn from doing or performing or practicing, Exactly. not exactly. listening.
1: Um, I wish that, you know, I had gone in, in University of Hertford's art school was amazing, but I probably would have thrived in like a dedicated art school mm-hmm. um, where I had, I kept on, you know, every semester I would go and I would drop all of the classes that weren't art classes. <laughs> so like, I remember I had an art history class and I had an English class and I went and dropped them and only took, the art classes um I don't know I yeah I would love to go back to art school and like study printmaking or I don't know I was a sculpture major which is really random
0: <laughs> you were yes
1: Yeah. Okay. It felt like you had to declare a major so it felt like the only well it was the only major that you could declare and then still take classes from all of the other majors because if you're a sculptor you know sculptures can be anything um so it could be ceramics it could be photography and you could take those photos and put them on a something on whatever and call it a sculpture so that was what I declared but I I loved it. It was a really fun kind of wild program. It was one of the smaller concentrations at University of Hartford Art School. So it was fun
0: while it, while it lasted. So you have a son. And how old, yes. he, he's, how old is he now? He's two and a half. Oh, my gosh. I remember when you got pregnant. I know. It feels so long ago. Oh, my goodness. How are you enjoying motherhood?
1: How- I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm a very singular person, so... <laughs> You know, before I had him, all of my focus was on my business. And now that I have him, all of my focus is on him. So I haven't been working nearly as much, but I don't have an issue with that. Um, he's the best. He's so fun. He's so sweet. I'm obsessed with him. Well, that's, and
0: you're supposed to be because yes. such just sweet, sweet, sweet time. Yeah. Right? They do grow up and you don't want to regret having your precious time with him. Absolutely. And, and that's when, and they're so fun. They, at 18 months to two years old, they're becoming these little humans. They're walking, they're talking, they're expressing part of their personalities. You're, sick, <laughs> yeah. And you start to get a little scared like, okay, is this your father's side or my side? And <laughs> he is
1: so funny and such a little chatterbox. He has so much to say. Um, my husband and I are both very chatty so we're always talking and now he's always talking and it's the things he says are just so funny um he just you know his like words don't match up with like what he's saying half of the time and he just like is so committed to whatever he's saying and just nodding his head and like raising his eyebrows and just being like yeah 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 and I'm like sure like what are you talking about? It's just, it's perfect. I like wish I could just keep him at this age because his brain is so creative and it's just you know misfiring in all the best ways. I have has does he seem interested in anything that you're doing? He's interested in everything I do. I cook a lot, um, so he loves to cook with me. He knows I paint, um, and he's pretty interested in that. But he's also kind of. A maniac and like just wants to like he'll sit there and draw for like three or four minutes and then he thinks it's really fun to just like throw the colored sure. pencils. Um so I love well, him that throw target. He's two, right? Yeah. He's, oh, he's okay. doing exactly what he should be doing. Exactly. Okay that's good he's on track that's awesome yes. yeah he's doing awesome um, I think
0: if he sat there still for a long time we would need to be like worried right like I know it was it was really funny because like for a really long
1: time I kept on saying to my friends like I just don't understand why he won't watch tv he just started watching tv like very recently and I know it's bad I shouldn't like let him watch tv but like sometimes you just need like I run I have a business you know like sometimes I need to respond to customers sometimes I need to do anything and I my husband works a lot so it's it's a lot of the time just him and I um and to be able to like put on the tv for 20 minutes and be able to like you know respond to an email ship a package do anything
0: is such a blessing Yes, and it will get easier as they get older. You're That's bad. what I hear. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just in the thick of it right now. I, mean, I am. When he gets to preschool, you know, if he goes to full day preschool or if he goes to, um, you know, kindergarten, that will really give you some relief. If it's full day, half day goes by too fast.
1: Yeah, this year he started last year, so this year he's in until like two forty five, which is practically a full day. I get a nice oh, chunk. Good of time so he's there right now which is why I can do this <laughs> oh
0: yay well that's so good okay well I do have a question for you absolutely do, do you remember the first time you saw one of your paintings on a product and what was it oh um do you remember the very first time I'm going back on your Instagram yeah one. I do I, I do I, I'm not seeing your stuff on something I I there was a couple of times
1: I think like uh, there was one company I was working with and they created some really cool stuff and seeing that in person for the first time just blew my mind, but nothing compares to the little good stuff. stuff. Um, the jacket that you were talking about earlier. Oh my she God. just has such amazing craftsmanship. Mm. Um, all of that stuff is handmade and it's just so beautifully done. And a lot of these companies, you know, the
0: quality differs. Um yeah, manufacturers different differ and where they get it made and where it's made. Exactly. So oh good all. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. Everything she does is handmade. Um, she's out in Texas and everything's made there. Um, and before I was doing Willa Hart, I was working in a drapery workroom. I was managing all of the drapery and all of the um was doing all this local interior design work and it was really high end really really beautiful I wasn't making too much of this stuff but I just know about quality and I, I worked in um men's custom couture for years men's like suiting so yeah. I have really high standards for products and she just blows it out of the water I mean it's just incredibly beautiful work um And I love, I just love working with her. Everything she touches is magic. She's like, is this okay to do? And I'm like, you do whatever you want and I'll see you at the end because I know
0: it's going to be beautiful. I remember there was a little girl with blonde hair and she was just stunning. And the pictures with her little blue bow and the blue. Oh yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) It was one of the very first pictures I remember seeing with your art on it, not knowing that it was yours
1: yeah from from like the craftsmanship
0: to like
1: the you know to the release of the product she just like photographs it beautifully everything is beautifully made the packaging is incredible I'm just absolutely in love with everything she does how did you how did y'all meet up um how did we well my first year in business I said yes to everything I didn't know what I was doing I made a lot of mistakes and then I made some really great decisions and one of them was saying yes to everything um I worked with a company and she found me she saw my art through that company and then um reached out and was like do you want to do something and I was like are you kidding of course <laughs> it was um so we, she found me probably within like six months of me starting and it, it took a while to get the stuff made because it's hand, hand done. Mm-hmm. Um, And when it finally came out, it was probably a year and a half after I started up doing Willow Heart. And um, it's just so pretty.
0: Well, it took off. And then you, the next thing I remember is that you had um, big, giant art pieces on Cherish, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that stuff is still doing well. It's all over Cherish. They've been working on a new collection for them. So I'm hoping that that is available soon.
0: I mean, and then you have, you've done rugs. So how can people, how do people specifically buy your stuff? Can they buy it directly from you or you are the artist. And so you just have these different companies that hire you out to do different projects. Like how does Most it.
1: Of, so I have my own line. Willa okay. um has, you know, I've got products on my website, which are art prints, greeting cards, gift tags, my pillows. Those are all my line. And then, so you can shop all of that on my website, willahart.com. And then for all of my collaborations, you can shop all of those directly through the companies. So Cherish, you can go right on to Cherish the website and search Willa Hart and my whole line of prints will come up. They're really beautiful oversized prints and they look a little different than the Willa Hart line. And um, I think that they're a little bit more mature They're, I feel like a lot of the Willow Hart stuff is great for nurseries, except for the pillows. I think those are really beautiful. Um, but I really do think that like my art is great for a nursery. But the Cherish stuff is more, it's a little bit more elevated. It's probably more in line with what I would have in some of the rooms in my home. Right. Um, and then... I Let's say Little Goodall, you can shop right on Little Goodall. Um, June St. George, which is my line of custom mm-hmm. rugs, um, you can awesome. shop right on there. She also does custom pillows. And what's really fun is the customization aspect. So we do have suggestions um, if the customization is too overwhelming. But all of the rugs, you can have them color matched to your room and you can have a pillow made to match the rug. Um, you can add a monogram, you can change all sorts of details about it, the shape, the size, kind of everything. So that's really fun. And then I have a line of, <laughs> a line of greeting cards with Dogwood Hill. Um, so yeah. I've got stuff for like every occasion, every holiday, If you can think of it, they can customize that. And, um, that is a really fun company
0: also. Oh my gosh, I love Dogwood Hill.
1: Me oh, my too.
0: Goodness. Such cute stuff. Yes. And then and then you have your stockings at Bobble Stockings. Yes. So the
1: Bobble Stocking is a collaboration between Dogwood Hill and Bobble and that line is Bobble is just amazing. She is a Kate powerhouse. Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: An absolute powerhouse. I um just feel so lucky to be connected with her and to be able to work with her. So right now, um, I guess this is, you know, it's a podcast, so this is going to live on. But for this month of October, 20% of all of the sales are benefiting a charity that's helping people down in Florida, where my family is now. And we always had a house down there. So I was kind of back and forth between Boston and Florida. So that is a special place. Thankfully, we are on the opposite coast and everyone is fine. But I have spent so much time in Naples and Fort Myers, and I'm just thinking of everyone down there. So, I mean, Kate is just amazing what she does. Um, and then I also have a line of that, you know, to talk more about myself. Yes, <laughs> I absolutely. I have a line of needlepoint, um, you know, let's see, pillows. Well, I guess everything had to be finished however you want, but. I imagine a lot of them being turned into pillows or clutches. There's some really fun stuff. And that is aligned with um, Plum Stitchery. And I'd really like to make some stockings through them also. I just, I can't figure out what kind of stocking I want to do. So I, we've been talking about doing stockings for the last couple of years. And I just like need to sit down and probably sketch
0: that. Maybe I'll do that when we hang up. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is not, probably doesn't make any sense, but maybe to you it would to have a Jewish stocking. So my sister and her husband, um, you know, they were both raised in Christian homes, but as an adult, her husband found out that he um, had Jewish ties on his mother's side. So he embraced that. So they attend um, a service on Saturdays. That is like a messianic Jewish thing. And so when they were getting married, they incorporated both religions and the wedding ceremony. And it was the best wedding on earth. My husband made the hoopah, right? Um hoopa. yeah. <laughs> I yes. don't know how to say it properly. So when they first were married, Jonah didn't want to do any he didn't want a Christmas tree. He didn't want all these things. And Joy grew up with that. So she was always, you know, playing tug of war, like, hey, how can we incorporate both? So I don't know if that would um send it yes. up for in the community or not, but you know, Absolutely. Was- I
1: mean, everything I do is non traditional. So if I were and when I am Sketching it will definitely be non-traditional and not you know i i'm jewish so i just already i don't have that many ideas for like christmas stuff so even with my like full line with dogwood i try to make elements for every single piece so they can be for a jewish household or someone that's not jewish um whoever you know whatever (laughs) people are that aren't jewish i don't i don't know the correct
0: term I love it, though, because, you know, it's nice when you can find something that, you know, works for you. It's yes. It's, and it's so hard to find things, you know. It is. People. It is. And you want to accommodate, you know, and, and and when it's a part of your being and it's something that you grew up with, then you long for that. So, yeah. I mean, I'll growing
1: be- up, I was like always so, so upset that we, we weren't <laughs> celebrating Christmas. We would right. like, get gifts because my parents felt bad for us. But um, as like an adult and in a position where I can like design products for holiday, I'm like I'm gonna design stuff for my younger
0: self. Yeah, <laughs> so everything absolutely. is very non-traditional. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you come up with, and your scarves too. You have scarves now. Yes, um, I had a scarf. I, it actually came out a couple years ago. It's a scarf with um, Bannery Company. It's made in England.
1: Yes, they're really, really, really beautiful, and um, the girl is out of Palm Beach, Olivia. She selects artists from all over, Um, so I did the Boston scarf, and it was really fun to collaborate with her on the idea.
0: They're very detailed, too. They're
1: very detailed, very beautiful, silk, absolutely gorgeous in
0: person. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at the one that you did with the two swans. Yeah, yeah. How do you? How did you? Did you paint that on a canvas? And the
1: I the, paint most of my stuff that ends up on products on paper. You get like a smoother finish using paper. So um, if you do a canvas, and because a lot of the stuff is enlarged and then ends up on products, you would see the canvas in the print. Um, so I do uh, most of it on paper on like a flat
0: surface. And then do you mail physically mail in that like old school, or do you scan it? Like how does that
1: work? It depends. Each company is different. Um, I do a lot of the graphic design work. So that scarf I did. Yeah, I scanned it, edited the image, and then I sent her the original, which she has. Um, Cherish, they handle all of production after I finish the design. Dogwood, I do a lot of the editing. And then they take my edited images and create the patterns. But yeah, the graphic design is definitely a huge component of my business, which I think people probably don't realize, you know, you like look at the art and it seems so fun. And then it's like, that's only half of it. <laughs> right. There's a lot that goes into the back end. especially like with the Willa Heart product line, like everything is
0: um, very, it's a very hands-on process. I'll say that <laughs> you're like, it's, you're constantly having to edit or move or, tweak or do things, right? Constant, constantly. And with my line, so like the pillows, everything
1: is handmade. I source everything from female owned companies. I think all of them are out of the South, except my zippers, which is owned by a woman. And I think she's in the Midwest, Um, but everything is handmade. So I have everything sourced from us female owned com- companies and it's all shipped to my house. And then I have it all made in my town. So it's just, um, an undertaking every single aspect of that is very very hands-on and I would love to have more pillows and I would love to expand my home line but because I have this you know idea in my head that I would never want to make something that I wouldn't have in my own home um, right. it slows me down like it'd be very easy to just have something like a tray made off of Alibaba or oh, yeah. something like that but um you know I want the quality to be there well, I'm, sh- I'm have- sure some of those, I'm sure some of the quality and some of those shops are fantastic, but. No. Yeah.
0: But yeah. you, <laughs> is, um, you know, once your son's in school full time and you feel like you can breathe, then you can like dive in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm in
1: a, I'm in a very funny place currently just because I'm not working as much, and I love to work, so it's, like, this weird thing that, like, I miss it, but I'm also just, like, so happy to be where I am and feel so lucky to be in a place where I can just kind of pause a little bit and um, just enjoy this time with him. I know I'll get back to it, but I just, I miss it, yeah. but I love I love him way more than I miss it, so... <laughs>
0: well what is he gonna be for halloween
1: i don't know i don't know and i'm having like a lot of guilt around it because i'm really very capable of making him something really fun and wild and i like see all these moms hand making things and i'm like oh i could do that i could do something really cool and then i'm like am i just gonna buy him a mr potato head thing off of amazon so <laughs> i you... don't i don't know what i'm gonna do
0: i made all the sailors costumes i would I would get an old dance costume like at the thrift store or I'd find it on Facebook marketplace. And then I would edit the costume yeah. and I would add wings or flowers or gemstones. And I made her a peacock one year and she was a topic another year. And I mean, their list goes on and on, but I lived it and I was in th- the thick of it. I'm glad I did it. But now she doesn't, you know, now I haven't done it in the last few years. I just buy them. Usually, hopefully, you know, it's something that's been upcycled or recycled from somebody else. This year, she wanted a store-bought costume. She's been asking for it for two years, bought it, and she's too embarrassed to wear it. And No! What yes, is it? It's, uh, oh, goodness. The show is called, I think it's Miraculous or Marvelous or something. It's on, you know, one of those cable shows. And it's a superhero that she turns into an animal, right? So she turns into a fox and she's a superhero and she has like a medallion and stuff and she's 10, she's going to be 11. So she's at that in between age, between being a kid and being a tweenager, not even yeah. a teen, a tween. So her interest keeps going back and forth. And I told her, I'm not going to buy you a new costume. This is what you asked for. And I bought it. She's the only child. So I have to be, very disciplined about saying no, because it's easy to say yes. Yeah. And she's so dark. I'm charming. So I told her <laughs> you have to figure out, here's all I got all, Any costume that is already in the house, got it out and said, okay, these are the ones that fit you. You can choose to wear one of these, or you can come up with your own. And I said, cause I'm not buying you something. The fall festival is this Friday. And so she said, I've got an idea. I'm going to be an Olympic swimmer. I'll wear my swimsuit with joggers over it. I'll put my towel on my neck and my goggles on my head. There. And <laughs> that's I, cute. I, I go, okay. Sounds great. Because I need to, yeah. Crazy. So I'm excited about that. I'm like, okay, I can do that. That is adorable.
1: I need to, that's on my to-do list for this week is to sit down and make the decision. Because last year, everything kind of went haywire. And I just like didn't have anything like three days before I ordered a bunch of stuff online. It all came. It was all terrible. And then a friend of mine um, had like this really amazing Chucky costume that she had handmade for her daughter. <laughs> and Asher has red hair, light <laughs> red hair, auburn, but it just like, it all worked out. I flat ironed his hair. It was really perfect. Everyone was like blown away with how good it was. And then <laughs> so I was like, I, it, it wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. And now, you know, here we are. A few weeks out again, I'm kind of blowing it. And I could hand make a costume. I sew. I do all of that. And not that I have time to do all of that, but um I could in theory.
0: You know? (laughs) Oh cute. Well, what is he into? Does he have Um he's really into cooking. He loves
1: like anything with wheels. I tried to like I tried to like get him into like dolls and girly stuff cuz I am into that sort of thing. Um and he <laughs> just like, you know, he's a boy and he's all boy and just like wants to play tractors and wants to park cars and wants to like play in the dirt. So, um, there we go.
0: Just I don't know. He farmer. could like
1: just be like a yeah, like a farmer or something. I we got this like giant box that came in the mail the other day. I think that there was like golf clubs in it or something. Um, and it's like the perfect coffin and it just like, it fits him like really perfect. So I just like have this idea of making him like a little vampire and he like comes out of the coffin. Um, (laughs) but I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna execute. We'll see. We'll see what I'm doing this weekend. If I have no plans, I might build a coffin.
0: You need (laughs) time to like get motivated to do it because your creativity It just, it just pumps out all the time. And so it's easy for, at least for me to give everybody a lot of my thoughts, a lot of, yes, I can, I'm a creator. I'm hyper sensitive to creativity. So I can hone in on it and I can come up with something for just about everything. The execution, I have to have, I I don't know, I have to be hyper focused or have enough time to actually execute it or have enough downtime No,
1: I'm that same way. I need more downtime. I was just saying to my friend the other day, I need like two weeks alone on the couch. And then like, maybe I would feel like myself again. But honestly, that's just not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to have that time. So I've been like really trying hard to like, you know, in the last two and a half years since he was born, I've learned to like work when I have the opportunity, but like, Sometimes that's you... it's finding like the creativity is next to impossible when you're doing it you know within like a four hour time frame yeah three can... times a week like it just it just doesn't come like that it, it mm. comes naturally when you're just like I have my best ideas in the shower when mm. I'm like laying on the couch you know watching yeah. a terrible show um and I just don't get to shower that often or lay on the couch
0: right terrible
1: tv as often so I need more me time
0: yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. having the time to check out mentally and emotionally as a yes. person, it does. For me, at least, it it helps fill up my tank. That's to- what I need. I need. And, like,
1: after I put him down, I know a lot of people just, like, work at night. My husband does that, and I'm just, like, not that. Like, I put him to sleep at night, and I just, like, go and stare at a wall for three hours and then fall asleep.
0: Yeah, I do, too. I'll, I'll just sit there and I'll look at real estate, or I'll look at decorating, or the Instagram, or TikTok, and that's how I'll decompress. Yes. But when I actually will have downtime in the real world, as as I guess we would call it, just, you know, if you're going thrifting or junking, or, you know, like you said, laying on the couch, or sitting in the backyard, and just letting your thoughts daydream to having ability just to I guess go dumb in your head, you know, where you just yeah. think, I'll go and it, it naturally will just come up with things.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I like, I'm a planner I'm like very OCD about certain things. So like, I need time to like go to the library, look at books, take mm-hmm. those books home, like read through them and sketch for hours. And um, I don't know, I think that like, I probably need to use some of the time that he's in school to do that. But do you have anybody that's really inspired your art? Or oh, any- there's so many people. I mean, oh goodness. There's a lot of like contemporary artists I'm really inspired by, but I'm also really inspired by, you know, older artists. I think that my favorite illustrator probably of all time would be like Warhol. Um, his early illustrative work is just so cool. It's really free. My work is not very free. Um And I've always wanted it to be, but I'm just not a very, I'm a very free person like in life, but really, um, I guess OCD about like certain things. Like all of my lines are really straight. My art is really clean and I'm constantly trying to like just be more flowy and free and not so um, stiff. And his stuff is just like so not stiff.
0: (laughs) Okay. I never thought about your art being stiff but i guess you would could call it you know that it has a more polished look to yes it. yeah every
1: it's very calculated there's nothing about like i don't like sit down with the watercolor and just like have the pretty flowy animal that's like cute it's you know i i hand draw everything with pencil and then i go over it with paint and it's um it doesn't look stiff because i draw it to
0: not look stiff <laughs> but because it is. Act is so much like you said, you've been doing this since you were a kid. Yes. What did your family like, how did your family encourage you with art? Your mom, your mom signed you up for art classes, but did you do any competitions or anything? Oh, no,
1: nothing like that. It was always just like for fun. And, you know, I grew up in like a different time where, um, as much as like my mom was like, this is going to be your future. We never thought of it as like a career option. Um, being an artist, even like 10 years ago, wasn't, something like it is today. Now there's so much power with social media. Um, you can get your art out and reach so many audiences, but it didn't feel like when I was in art school that I could even be an artist. And I don't think that like logically that made sense. And I come from like a very, um, everyone has like, you know, a a lot of doctors and lawyers in my family. So there are no artists, even though everyone is really amazing and has these hobbies um and they're really crafty it just didn't seem like an actual career um so I think when it happened we all were like wow (laughs) uh you should have been doing this the last you know however many years like I was a personal assistant and a nanny I taught art I did all sorts of like creative stuff I've always worked in creative fields but um I never like was like oh I should try being an artist until someone found you know my random paintings on Instagram and they wanted to buy them. And then I was like, wait a minute. I could just be an artist and not be an interior designer. So I did
0: that. I, I'm so glad that you did because your art, does, I mean, it brings so much happiness. I'm, I'm still on, I'm looking at your Instagram and it's just so cute. Those staffy dogs are adorable. Okay. Before, before I forget, Um, let's do your paint color tour of your house. Oh, okay. I, I've
1: actually, (laughs) so people have been asking me the color of my art studio for literally like for years since I painted it. Okay. Yesterday you know, and we talked about recording this like a couple months ago, and you mentioned getting all my paint colors. So of course, I waited till the very last minute. And then last night, I was like, okay, I'm gonna crawl into the crawl space and find the color on the paint box or the paint can oh for the no. art studio. Oh, so I crawl in there. And it says it's custom. And I was like, of course, it's custom. I couldn't believe it. I texted a picture to my friend. And I was like, she was like, you should just like go on the podcast and like say the paint formula so then I was just like dying because it was like you know it's like a bunch of numbers and letters yeah (laughs) just like imagine if I said that it was like it to me was just like the funniest thing but then I went through all of my photos on my phone and I found the paint chip um or the paint whatever it's called and it is called everything pink
0: oh okay
1: so the pink
0: That's your studio. Yes. Yes. So
1: that is the color people have been asking for years. I think like my number one asked question on Instagram are paint colors in my house because there's a lot of colors in there.
0: Everything pink. Everything pink is the art studio. Okay. is your art studio. I wonder... um... Do you know who it's by? I'm trying to Google it. I think right? it's I think it's Sherwin Williams. Um and I think that it's oh, custom it's, because it's HGTV home, so you can get it at Lowe's. So the paints at Lowe's Yes. Sherwin- yeah, because are so basically- I like
1: get all of my paint chips at Lowe's and then I go to Sherwin Williams. So sometimes they don't have the exact color, but they'll like mix it for me. So I have a handful of custom colors, but I have the names of all of the colors. And I don't yeah. know why I don't just get them at Lowe's. But um, Sherwin Williams, I I they know me there because I'm there often. I just like the guys. They're really they're really funny because I come in and ask for crazy colors, and none of the colors match. And they're like, "What are you up to now?" I love
0: that. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I'll 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 give you I'll, I'll give you some some insider stuff. Um, in a little bit so we'll get you fixed up with your paint oh Um, I need that yes but everything pink it's a HGTV color so if they like what's on that paint chip the exact match would be at Lowe's Sherwin-Williams is really good at color matching that's what they pride themselves on so they they custom matched it to the paint chip they just didn't stick it in the the formula into the computer they literally color matched it to match the paint chip exactly so that's good Yes, and I
1: have the formula if anyone needs it.
0: No, (laughs) you're so funny. No, make their store do their own work. But, oh, my gosh. Okay, so what other colors do you have in your house? You have a pink Um, studio. Yes, a pink studio.
1: The den is another color that everyone's always asking about, and it's called arugula, and it is by
0: Sherwin-Williams. It's a gorgeous color. I love arugula.
1: Me too. It's just like that perfect green. It's not, it's it's like a true Kelly green. Um yeah. it's not too bright, it's not too dark, it's kind of like the color of arugula. It's a yeah, it is what it is. It's a perfect name. I'm so excited
0: that you have that color. <laughs> I do. I like arugula. What else you got? Um, the
1: living room. This is the one that everyone asks about, um, other than the art studio. Is Dishy Coral. I have probably sold more cans of that paint. I, I should get a cut. <laughs> what is it called? Dishy? Dishy Coral.
0: Oh, I've never heard of it. Dishy. Yeah, oh, and
1: it took, it took me forever to find that color. Um, I just wanted something that was like a true coral.
0: I ha- Okay, I worked at Sherwin-Williams for years, and I have done so many different colors, but I have never heard of the name Dishy Coral. It is... In the red pinks palette. It's really yes. cute. I'm never going to forget it now. I know. It's such a good name.
1: In an alter- like,
0: alternative life. I would love to name nail polish or paint colors. Okay. So I've done that. I've named paint colors for my dad's company. When he needed it. And then I have named a Sherwin Williams paint color. <laughs> <laughs> I have named one. It's I'm called- so jealous. Yes. What is it called? It's called Sleepy Owlet. Oh, it's, it's with their <laughs> wait, wait, wait let me guess sleepy owl
1: is it like a purpley gray
0: no okay well here's the trick so they want to name paint colors and so they had and they launched a program for all the employees they had four new colors and they wanted to come up with the names for them so of course I was all in and so I submitted names for a particular color and so it was supposed to be looking like a baby owl where it had like the down white cloudy okay grayish taupey color yeah feathers and they didn't use it for the color that I wanted to be used for they used it for a different color but so the sleepy outlet is more like a khaki green gray type color so I guess it could be the older okay but if it
1: was if it was the color that you intended it to be my guess would have been spot
0: on so like yeah your job was well done Thank you. Oh, see, I knew we'd best be best friends by of the podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I totally am on board with you naming paint colors. And you create your own anyways. So when you go up to Sherwin-Williams and you're color matching something, and they write on the can, like, color match, just tell them you want to name the color. And they'll, <laughs> they'll type it in the computer system. And then when you want to order it, it will come up as that name. Next time I will. You'll be like, this color is called Allie's whatever <laughs> yes <laughs> allie's name, coral. It, name it after myself that's the way to do it uh, seriously okay d- do your friends call you allie or do they i mean cause allie, I- yeah sir to,
1: to Alyssa, it's like one of those like weird things where like i should switch you know on my like website and everything like it feels it's very formal no one has ever called me allie or Alyssa, um but it yeah. feels like proper and allie harris is like a shockingly common name so Alyssa Jill Harris which is still also a shockingly common name um feels like a little bit more unique even though it's not unique even
0: a little bit well I mean we could call you AJ I
1: when I was little I like wanted people to call me AJ but I was really close with a girl named CJ oh.
0: so it didn't land it, it didn't land <laughs> yeah well Um, when I look at you, I obviously think of Willa Hart. I mean, everyone just
1: calls me Willa. I mean, and it's, it's actually like, it's really funny because I was, I needed my um, birth certificate for something a while ago. And like right under where it says Alyssa Jill Harris, it says Willa on there because it's my mom's middle name. Um, so it it doesn't feel like Uh, it's that far off because it's on my birth certificate.
0: (laughs) It really is. I mean, it doesn't. And. You know, you're going to be one of those famous people that people don't really know your real name. They're just going to you <laughs> Willa. And your mom, is gonna, she's going to be just cringing because she hates Yeah, just you like so, so
1: like so resentful. She's just like I can't believe she's using that name. I she know. all her name is Ellen, and she like hates when people call her Ellie. So, I should have in my next company I'll call Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is like the best person on the planet. She's like so funny. So like I would never do it. To upset oh my her, God. But um, hi, mom. She won't listen to this. So it doesn't matter. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, she won't listen.
0: That's... No, there's no way. She that's... is like,
1: every once in a while, I'm like, did you see anything? And she's like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, my mom doesn't keep up on social media. She finally listened to my podcast not that long ago. And I was thoroughly impressed that she knew how to like do the app and stuff. Uh, my mom is very active on Facebook, but that's about it. Well, wow. Thank you so much. Do you have anything else that you want to tell us about any products or things um, coming up that we need to promote? We know about the bobble stockings, 20% of the proceeds go um, to helping out in Florida because of the hurricane, correct? Yes. Yeah. So that is through the month of October.
1: Um, I am just excited about you know, new projects that I'm working on, I'm starting to, I think maybe like shift a little bit and I want to do some like large scale originals. I'm excited about that. I'm actually Uh when we wrap up today, I'm going to go and work on, on sketching that out. Um, I don't know. I want to try some new things. I think I've been doing a lot of the same stuff the last couple of years and I'm ready to try
0: something new. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Anything me you screw too. up on and you don't want anybody else to see, you can just sneak it over to me and okay. I'll give it to my daughter and we'll just cherish it forever. And she, That's I don't know if know. you have a, I don't know if you have a PO box or anything or, um, I can send you your email, but my daughter wants to send you some of her art. So, I would
1: love nothing more. We could do like a little art exchange. I can send her something back. That'd be fun.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. She wants to send you a picture that she's drawn and then have you color it. She's, okay. I'm like a little collaboration. And I'm in. And that's so sweet. That's exactly what she says. She said, "I want to collaborate with Willa Hart." And I'm I, in. I said, "Okay. So maybe your next thing will be a Jewish children's book."
1: I would love that. Doing a so, children's book is like high up on my list of of priorities that I'd love to get
0: to. I guess I goals,
1: think- not priorities. It's it's not it's, happening yeah. anytime
0: soon, but it is a goal of mine to have one. I think you'll have a children's book, and then I think you'll have a cheeky adult's children's book, too.
1: That's what yeah, – if I do something, it's definitely going
0: to be for the kids, but, like, some winks at the parents. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, but before I get off topic, but have you heard of Jimmy Fallon's, you know, what is the one, the book with no pictures? Um,
1: you- I don't know that one, but I have, like, the moo – And like, there's, like, the dad – it's not moo. There's, like, one about,
0: oh, dada, and then there's mama, and it's, like, dada, moo. And yeah, Dada Cluck. Um Yeah, everything's Dada. So he has a book. I don't maybe it's not Jimmy Fallon, maybe it's one of the other SNL guys. But it's uh the book with no pictures. And my daughter loved it for Oh, wait, wait,
1: time. wait. I think I know what you're talking about. And it's like really funny words.
0: Yes. There's um, funny words.
1: It's that guy, he was this a writer is- on The Office. I'm gonna blank on his name, but he's just so funny. Um T- is it tj boss or something what is it? bj J- oh bj novak see we would yes. get it ding ding yes. ding he is actually he's from the town next to the town i grew up in i'm just like such a fan um i need to get that book I, that would be fun to i love to read books to my son I, I go like all out i'm like this is a performance piece please sit down and pay
0: attention and he literally just like throws cars at me so, well, he could be Mr. McGregor from Beatrix um, <laughs> Potter's, you know, little Harry. What did not Harry? Um, you know what I'm trying to say. The little bunny. Yes. Peter Rabbit. I'd be cute. And, yes. You could be the rabbit or you could be Beatrix. <laughs> so, like, the rabbit would be easy. You could just be the rabbit. You could be a cheeky rabbit. And then you just put him in overalls and give him a shovel and a big hat and suspenders or whatever. Oh, that'd be you cute. You could be Mr. McGregor. So, if, if you don't need him to dress up, you know dress up dress up yeah that would be fun. really cute yes I'm trying to think of something with overalls because I know those are a staple in your house
1: I know we like, love an overall we really do I just I love to dress him that's like my passion right now with like toddler fashion specifically boy um I would love to dress a little girl but I don't have one to dress so if anyone has a daughter they want me to dress please um slide into my dms (laughs) well thank you so
0: much for coming on of
1: course thank you so much for having me this has been
0: really fun well thank you Willa Hart slash Allie Harris
1: (laughs) thank you
0: talk soon
1: all right have a great day